Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Would you be the jerk for asking for more money for your car when the market rate went up? What about if you were selling it to your own family? We'll get to that in a bit, but first, am I the jerk for interrupting my son's date so he could pick up his little sister? I'm a single father, 43-year-old male, to two children, Max, 17-year-old male, and Liza, 8-year-old female. I usually have Liza in after-school clubs so that I'm able to pick her up after work. However, last evening, I was given some work that had me working overtime. I did try my best to negotiate out of it, but my manager told me that the assignment was to be completed by that night, so I just did. It was nearing towards 6pm, and I just knew I wouldn't be able to make it to Liza so I called Max and asked him to pick her up. He responded by saying that he couldn't because he was on a date with his girlfriend for their six-month anniversary. I told him that I understood, but that I really needed him to get Liza and that I'd make it up to him for interrupting. He just angrily turned off the phone, and I thought that while he was mad, he had just decided to pick her up. 30 minutes later, I receive a call from Liza's school on where I was because the school was close to closing down and no one was there. Luckily, one of Liza's friend's mothers said they'd drop her off and that was all good. However, I don't really like it when Liza goes with that particular friend. Not because of the friend, but because of the mother. She has this habit of asking maths questions in the car that she knows Liza is unable to answer and then criticizes her over it. It's all just very mean. I called Max and asked him where he was and that he was in big trouble when he got home. He just told me that he was busy and to leave him the heck alone. He came home at around 9pm. I told him he was grounded and that he wasn't allowed to use the car for a good 3 weeks. At that, he got mad and said that it wasn't his fault, I was failing as a parent and unable to afford someone to collect Liza. Just want some insight on this situation. Was I being too harsh and am I the jerk for interrupting his date? Maybe if OP was face down in some sleazy bar somewhere they could be the jerk. Or, you know, if OP was out there on the sixth hole, then yeah, you know, maybe they would be the jerk. But OP is definitely not the jerk for working overtime and being in a tight situation and reaching out to somebody who might be able to help them. OP said they understood it was the anniversary date and they would try to make up to it however they can later on. That doesn't make OP a failing parent. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you enjoy getting to decide whether or not all of these people are jerks, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my niece not everyone is religious? Went to a dinner at a family member's house. My niece was there and said we need to pray before we eat. I told her not everyone prays, so she said her mom told her if you don't pray, you're going to heck. I said I don't believe in any of that and that other people have different beliefs. It's okay to believe in something, but not okay to try and force it on other people. Now, her mom is mad at me that I told her that. Am I the jerk? She's six years old, but according to previous talks with her mother, she has a great fear and love for Jesus. Still makes me cringe. I did not force my views on her. I simply told her that there are other beliefs out there. 
I agree that if someone doesn't believe in what we do equals eternity in heck is a terrible thing to teach a kid. This is just telling the six-year-old honestly about the real world. No matter how shielded or protected from non-religious people the parents try to make this kid, once they get one step out into the real world, they're gonna realize OP's completely right. And like OP said, it's not just non-religious people, there's a multitude, there's endless religions out there. Now, I wanna bump into somebody that actually attends the satanic temple. Our next story is, am I the jerk for making a kid leave my wedding? After a long wedding day, we hit the reception. Things are fine, until my hubby's cousin Anna's kid started making a fuss about cake, like screaming and just a huge meltdown, over not having ice cream with his cake. Like screaming, throwing himself on the middle of the dance floor, kicking his feet. And he's offered several slices of the cake only to throw them. The floor is a sticky mess. I was planning on doing the father-daughter dance right after this. I'm almost in tears at this point and thank god my sister and maid of honor and my mother had enough of this and told Anna and her son they needed to go. Anna and her son refused to leave and the boys started acting worse to where my sister gets pissed off and told her to leave or the police will be called. That's not an empty threat for my sis because her father-in-law is a cop. Anna leaves but we're now like an hour behind schedule because of a meltdown over ice cream. I'm not feeling any and leave without the rest of the dances. The DJ plays for his scheduled time but no one's feeling it after the kids meltdown. New hubby gets a call on our honeymoon and his family, grandma, aunt and cousins now want all of the wedding gifts back because my family decided to bully an autistic child who was allowed to throw a fit in the middle of the dance floor for an hour. 100% this is the parent's fault, even if the kid is completely overstimulated or anything. They as parents should be able to recognize that and understand, at some point you pull your kid out of there and take them off to the side or outside the building and let them calm down. The parents just let their kid destroy the party. This next story is, am I the jerk for not telling my wife to tone down her dancing at our wedding? My wife, 29-year-old female, and I, 29-year-old male, got married last weekend. We've been together since the first year of uni and got married on the 10-year anniversary of the day I asked her to be my girlfriend. We've grown up together, got through thick and thin, and I know there's no one else I want to spend my life with. For context, my wife is half Spanish, and we incorporated a lot of Spanish traditions into our wedding. It also meant that, with all their family there, the reception turned into quite the party. I was pretty tired after dancing for a while, so I went to sit and talk with my family whilst my wife kept dancing with her cousins and friends. After a bit of chatting, my mom and aunt essentially told me that they weren't too pleased with my wife's dancing to songs like Low and Sexy Back, saying that her slut drops and wiggling her bottom like that weren't appropriate on our wedding day and were disrespectful to me. To be honest, I didn't see anything wrong with the way she was dancing. It was nothing more than I think any person would dance to songs like that in the club when they're having fun and had a couple of drinks, and I told them as such. They said I should tell her to tone it down, but she was having fun with her friends, and I didn't see anything gratuitous about it, nor was she super drunk, so I told her it wasn't my place. We ended up wrapping up the party soon afterwards anyway. The morning after, we had breakfast with my family and my aunt mentioned to my wife that she was pleased that I eventually got her to tone down the fiesta. My wife asked what she meant by that and my mom told her about the conversation from last night. 
My wife's told me about this. I was talking to my dad and uncle at the time and didn't hear. My wife apologized, but was then very quiet for the rest of the day. And when we left the hotel, she was very upset with me, saying I should have told her that she had offended my family and that she was humiliated and that I hadn't told her anything about it on the night, like my aunt had assumed. I was sorry that she was humiliated, but I wasn't sorry that I hadn't told her to tone it down, because in my opinion, she didn't do anything wrong. She still thinks I should have just told her because now she won't have a good relationship with her in-laws. She doesn't have a good one with her parents. I'm mad at my mom and aunt and want them to apologize to us. But she refuses to bring it up with them and wants to apologize again to them when they come over this weekend. I want to stand up for her because I think they're being incredibly rude, but she doesn't want that. She just wants to mend bridges. She's still upset with me because I don't see it her way and because I'm not sorry that I didn't tell her. So, am I the jerk? God forbid that she wants to have a little fun and celebrate. OP and the wife are clearly not the jerk and the family is being weird, controlling, judgmental and making people uncomfortable for no reason. They need to get over it. Are they crawling in bed the next night or a week later thinking about the wife and how she was dancing and thinking to themselves, oh my god I can't believe that my life is forever changed. Or was it just a night of fun? Also, Spanish traditions in the wedding, and she said, tone down the fiesta? I don't know about your mom and aunt, OP. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not being gentle with an otherwise disrespectful kid? For context, I, 30-year-old female, have a best friend, 36-year-old female, who I frequently spend a lot of time with. The other day, she invited me over to hang out. Her cousin, around 25-year-old female, and godson, 4-year-old male, were also there. I've been around her godson before and he frequently makes disrespectful remarks and does things to be rude. My best friend agrees but is apprehensive to be stern with him, especially in front of his mother who's her cousin. It should also be noted that it's clear he loves attention and is always amongst adults making comments and chiming in like he's also an adult. When I arrived, a lizard had gotten into the house somehow so my best friend asked me to help get it out. I had to rearrange some furniture in the living room as I was sure the lizard would try to hide under couches and tables when we attempted to capture it. Anyway, I asked her godson to help me with pushing the couch, as he's a boy and it's typical in her family to teach the males to help with these types of things. He told me, you do it. My mother is my best friend's cousin who was also there, but as usual she said nothing to his remark. I didn't push as he isn't obligated to help, but I did ask to see if he'd be willing. I proceeded to move the couch myself. Fast forward to lots of commotion with the lizard running everywhere but back outside, the godson being loud, my best friend being scared, her cousin laughing. It's no big deal to me and honestly I found it quite fun. However, at one point we lost the lizard so I lifted up the couch and asked her godson if he saw it under the couch. His response to me was, what do you think, in a snarky manner. Once again, another rude response that no one addressed. I just kept searching myself. The issue is, once we captured the lizard and got it outside, I began putting all the furniture back. The godson was standing in the way of where the couch goes. I said, excuse me. In his classic nature, he just stood there and looked at me. So I proceeded to push the couch into him. I didn't hurt him, nor did I push it hard, but enough for him to get the picture that I actually need him to move. So anyway, he moved, giggled a bit, and I finished putting everything back. 
A few days later, my best friend tells me that I shouldn't have done that in front of his mother and that she won't invite both of us to her house at the same time anymore. So am I the jerk for pushing the couch into him after asking him nicely to move? Honestly, I can't blame OP. Obviously OP didn't do it in an aggressive or dangerous way. And honestly, with a kid like that and a mother who doesn't seem to give a crap, it's for the best that OP doesn't get invited over there again. I mean, the kid laughed at it. Obviously, they were having fun. I mean, yeah, the kid's four. It is kind of passive-aggressive to be beefing with a four-year-old like that. But like, come on, you can see it's terrible parenting. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my stepsister, I'm not surprised your child doesn't get invited to parties? My stepsister Micah and I have daughters a year apart. Micah's daughter Gemma is nine, and my daughter Serena is eight. Gemma's had behavior issues since I can remember. When she was younger, she had constant tantrums, couldn't sit still, and would vandalize anything she could get a hold of. As she got older, her lack of manners and destructive behavior made her nearly impossible to be around. And besides that, she was really mean. She told my daughter that her modeling campaign photos were ugly. She calls people stupid constantly, teased my mother's dogs to the point she isn't allowed near them anymore, she's just not nice. The other day, me and Micah were at our parents' house and my stepdad mentioned Serena's birthday and that she was having a small party. Four girls from her class for a shopping and spa experience and sleepover. Micah asked me if I was planning to invite Gemma. Previous years, Serena had large, so we invited Gemma as a courtesy. I said no because Serena's having a small party for her friends this year and since the girls aren't close, I wasn't going to force her to invite Gemma. Micah said that I was teaching Serena to exclude people, to which I said that not being friends with someone isn't excluding them. This conversation went back and forth for nearly 10 minutes and I was getting fed up of trying to be diplomatic because I know for a fact that Micah is aware of what Gemma's like. She complains often. So I didn't see why we were skirting around the obvious. Then, Micah said that I should show some compassion, since Serena's party might be the only party-slash-playdate Gemma is invited to this year. I just said I wasn't surprised. Micah asked what I meant by that, and I said that Gemma's not kind to the people around her, and lacks social skills, and she's at an age where kids will notice that and not be forgiving. Micah seemed taken aback and said that she couldn't believe I would be so cruel about a child. She got her things and left and is apparently not speaking to her dad because he didn't stand up for her over what I said. She's also said that she won't be coming to any upcoming family events. My stepdad said I was right and that while he finds it hard to be honest about Gemma, it's good that I was. My mother said while I was right, as a mother it's not an easy thing to hear about your child. My husband says that I should have stuck to saying no to Gemma coming to the party and left it there, because she isn't our concern beyond that and I should stay in my lane. I'm kind of questioning it now because I am someone who generally does try to stay in my lane and not try to get involved in other people's parenting or family business, but the comment was topical to what Micah was trying to force me to do, so I'm not sure if I was out of bounds to say it. Am I the jerk? Completely not the jerk here in my opinion. They continue to push for reasons and answers and OP. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? 
and some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. He, regardless of how much it hurts, told what they feel is the God-honest truth. I mean, the fact alone that they have so many family members backing them up is all the validation they need. Hopefully, Micah can get over it and come back around to being part of the family once they accept the truth. This next story is, am I the jerk for telling my brother he can't see my son after a road trip that he took him on? My nine-year-old Cameron spent his spring break on a road trip with my brother Jackson. My son came back home today and all the clothes that I packed for him were untouched. He was wearing today what he was wearing on Monday. I asked my son when the last time he showered was, and he said on Monday when he and his uncle took a shower at a pool. I asked why he didn't shower the other days. He just shrugged. I had to bathe him and wash his clothes twice. I asked my brother what was up with my son not showering for four days. He said my son just didn't shower, but he made sure that he did brush his teeth and wash his feet. I told him that he was irresponsible and I can't trust him with my son anymore. Therefore, he can't see him unless me or his mom is there. My brother told me I was way overreacting and just letting him be a boy. As honestly somebody that was allowed to grow up with minimal intervention with things like this, these are not the habits you want to teach your kid. Because God forbid they're going to grow up and they're going to try to avoid taking any showers they can, probably brush their teeth. At 9 years old, you want to make sure you instill in your kids responsibility with taking care of basic hygiene. And if the uncle, when they're watching over the kid, can't do that, then yeah, they should not be allowed to watch the kid. What an answer it is for them to go, I don't know, he just didn't do it. This next story is, am I the jerk? I want my son to stop playing sports. I, 42-year-old male, have one son with my ex-wife. We've been divorced for nine years. She has full custody. I get him every other weekend. My issue is that he played soccer and bowling for years. It's interfered with my time. He seems to have something every Saturday. I asked his mom if he can take a break. She told me if I wanted him not to play, I have to tell him. So I called my son. He's 13. I told him that playing sports is taking too much of my time. Plus, I don't like that he's broken two bones and countless bruises and scrapes. I'm afraid people will think he's abused. Just two weeks ago, he showed up with three cuts on his legs. When I asked his mom, she was like, who knows, he's always out and about. So after I told him, he basically said that he wants to keep playing, that soccer is his favorite and bowling is fun too. He basically told me, I never go anyway, so it's no big deal. Now, he is right, I never played sports, so I don't get the fun. I called his mom and said he wants to play, but I won't contribute anymore. I did say that I don't like the idea of him playing, he's broken two bones. 
I did tell her I may consider talking to a lawyer. She laughed. Am I the jerk? 100% the jerk. One of the best things you can encourage in your kids is to play sports. Like, yeah, it might suck to have to be a parent and take your kids to sports or even, you know, be there for them. God forbid your kid's not gonna break bones playing bowling at least. I mean, at the worst, maybe they'll have some knee issues, maybe. I don't know, I guess if they have a really, really heavy bowling ball and they drop it on their toe, maybe. Honestly, I'm not gonna lie, this is kind of horrendous parenting. Going to a lawyer for what? Is this a troll post? Our next story is, am I the jerk for laughing at my dad and telling him he's pathetic when he said I should be glad he's trying to be a better dad to his stepkids? I'm 17 year old female and I have an older brother who's 19. My dad was never a very good dad. He and my mom separated when I was young but never divorced, not sure why. He was crappy as a dad before the separation, crappy after the separation, and crappy when my mom died three years ago. By crappy, I mean he wasn't there, didn't spend time with us, didn't show up for anything, didn't take care of us when we were sick, never knew anything about us, etc. While living in the same house, there were times I didn't see him in two, three, or even four months at all. About two years ago, he met Sally, married her after six months, and she had her three kids under ten, moved into the house. Dad is so much more involved with Sally's kids than he ever was with me or my brother. My brother stopped talking to him after he saw how Dad was with Sally's kids. I pulled way back too. I do my own thing and don't care to interact with Dad or Sally or Sally's kids. Sally's kids think I'm the coolest person ever and they try very hard to hang out with me. Sally's tried to push her kids on me so many times. She told me I should just embrace being a big sister now and embrace having a bigger family. I told her this isn't my family. This is just where I stay until I can move out and be with my family, my brother. Sally must have told dad because he spoke to me after I said that to her. Then he spoke to me again and again and again. Then after a few months of me just ignoring his attempts to talk, he asked why I was being such a brat and why I wasn't getting to know my family. I told him this was no family of mine. He was no dad to me or my brother. I told him he was a crappy dad and did he really think we'd be happy that he was being a better dad to kids not his own? He said they are his kids and they're my siblings now and I should embrace that. That pissed me off and I told him as much. I also corrected him calling them my siblings because we're not siblings and none of them will be in my life in a few months. He told me I should be glad he's trying to be a better dad to them and by being a better dad to them, it'll make him a better dad to my brother and I too. I laughed and called him pathetic and reminded him yet again, he was a crappy freaking dad. Sally and her kids heard everything. The kids were upset that I said we weren't siblings. They were upset I was mean to their dad. Sally thought I was being a spoiled little princess for judging my dad super harshly. She also thought I should be willing to give them a shot. Then they, Dad and Sally, got my grandparents involved who decided to preach forgiveness and reconciliation to me. They implored me to make an effort to salvage things with Dad now that he's grown. They also said calling my father pathetic and laughing at him is wrong. I feel like I'm living in another reality but I gotta ask, am I the jerk? 100% not the jerk, you and your brother were forgotten and left behind. Now you see him giving some other family the attention and love that you and your brother deserved as kids, and they're saying like you should be happy about that? 
100% OP's feelings are incredibly valid and this guy is an awful father and no amount of him being a good father to kids that aren't even his own are going to change those feelings or how good of a father he was to you. Our next story is, am I the jerk for not inviting a friend to my wedding due to her behavior at the last wedding she went to? I, 25-year-old female, have a friend called Morgan, 27-year-old female. Morgan and I have been drifting apart in recent years due to our differing opinions of how she handled the situation at our other friends, 25-year-old female, Lucy's wedding, in 2019. Lucy had asked Morgan to make some desserts and sweet treats for the reception, and she agreed. This is the only food that was going to be at the reception, other than cocktail sandwiches. They agreed on the price. For the sake of simplicity, let's say 500 pounds for all the baked goods. This isn't what they actually offered, it was much more. Because when they organized this, Lucy and her partner were solely paying for the wedding. About seven months before the wedding, Lucy's parents offered to pay for the remaining fees, which they took up. This meant they theoretically had more money to pay Morgan for the food she was making. This is how it looked on paper, but in reality, the money was swallowed up quickly by other fees and whatnot. I guess Morgan found out about the extra money at the wedding and tried to ask Lucy for more, but Lucy refused because she literally didn't have it. Morgan wanted 2,000 British pounds now instead of 500. So she took all the baked goods and put them back in her truck, and so no one had anything to eat for most of the reception. Lucy was obviously having a breakdown, and her partner, slash the families of the married couple, slash all of our friend group were trying to convince her to bring the food back in, but she refused. Luckily, some people went and ordered a ton of pizzas, burgers, milkshakes, etc., and the wedding was saved, but it caused so much unnecessary stress. I've sort of stopped talking to Morgan, but she is vaguely in the friend group because she's loosely related to Lucy, and she's been trying to get over it because they see each other at family gatherings. Anyways, I announced my engagement in December, and we're getting married in August 2023. Everyone but Morgan is invited. I'm not trying to be a witch, but she's shown herself to be very vindictive and calculated in her malicious actions since this wedding's debacle and the last thing I want is her kicking off. We have separate group chats that Morgan's not in, but she knows I'm getting married and is upset that she's not invited. She called me and asked why I couldn't invite her. I told her that one, we're not friends. Even before Lucy's wedding, we were more acquaintances. And two, her behavior at and after Lucy's wedding has made me doubt her maturity and I want my day to be special. I know I can't prevent everything from happening at my wedding, but if I can remove one factor, someone who's known for being argumentative and vindictive, for my own anxiety, then fine. Now she's trying to convince Lucy to convince me to let her come. Morgan is super upset at me and my fiancé. Am I the jerk? Definitely not the jerk here in my opinion, I mean based on the history of behaviors, you don't want a person like that that you're not even really friends with around. I mean, just the fact alone that you're not really friends with them means they're not entitled to an invite. Our next story is, am I the jerk for making my son, 16-year-old male, volunteer at the zoo after he made some rude comments? I'm divorced, but I have primary custody of my three kids, 16, 12, and 8. Last week, I took them all to the zoo, and it was mostly a good experience. The two younger kids especially liked it, but my oldest isn't very fond of animals. We passed a zookeeper working hard cleaning a giraffe exhibit, and to my surprise, my 16-year-old son pointed and said to his brother, 
That's why you do good in school, I guess, or you end up scooping poop for a job. He said it loud, too. The keeper and nearby guests surely heard. I was very embarrassed. I quickly led them away and left the zoo soon after, and asked him where he learned to talk like that. I said that's not even true. Don't many of them have master's degrees and higher? But he said that he thinks it's gross, menial work for people who don't want to work with their intellect and anyone can do it, referencing enclosure cleaning, I assume. I was pretty appalled by how he's learned to look down on manual labor, but particularly zookeeping, because as I understand, it's not even easy. Sure, it's manual labor, but I don't think I could do what those zookeepers do every day. I gag from our cat's litter box alone. I thought the best way to teach him more respect and appreciation was to sign him up to volunteer at the zoo. So that's what I did. I found a zookeeper for a week program at a zoo not far from here and enrolled him. When I told him he was very upset and said, why would you do that? That sounds awful. I told him I thought he'd said it was easy, so surely just one week wouldn't hurt. But he said, yeah, cleaning up messes is easy and that anyone can do it, but that doesn't mean I want to. His father thinks this was too harsh when he found out. I'm guessing some of his sentiments may be influencing these attitudes. But I decided to stick with it. Am I the jerk? I think OP did a good thing here. It's not even about how far you have to be academically to do those jobs, but it's about showing appreciation for people who are going to break their back doing these cleaning jobs that he for some reason seems to put so far down. Like, God forbid somebody comes to collect your trash every single week. God forbid if you live in somewhere that snows, there's somebody that comes along and plows the roads. Why treat all those people like they're beneath you? Like they enjoy going around being snobby? This next story is, am I the jerk for asking for more money for my car? So I, 28-year-old male, offered to sell my RAV4 that has 100,000 miles on it in January to my brother and his wife. They have a baby and a beat-up Honda Civic, as well as a Scion with way too many miles on it. They shared they'd be car hunting this year. I offered to sell it to them for what Carvana offered, which was $14,500, and they agreed to it right away. The problem was that my wife and I still hadn't picked out our replacement car, so they would check in every week or so, but we weren't ready. In the end, we decided to hold on to the car until our trip to Disney this past weekend. I checked Carvana again, and they offered me more, this time $16,500. I texted my brother telling him he could have it, but he would need to match Carvana's new offer. He responded saying that they're not haggling, and they've been putting off buying a car for months, because they thought we had an agreement and were just waiting on us. They called me a jerk for stringing them along for three months, and then asking for $2,000 more. I'm just trying to do what's right by my two kids and one on the way. Am I the jerk? 100% you agreed to your family to sell this car to them? Then you got hung up and you still kept checking the price elsewhere? You do have every right to back out and say, well, I'm going to accept Carvana's offer then because it's more money, but you are 100% in my opinion a jerk for doing that to your family. Like, how much do you want to bet if they went and checked Carvana and it was now 12500 they would still do whatever they could to go to their family and say, oh yeah, 14-5, let's go. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy Am I the Jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right.
That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.